0: optimistic, in a state of self-denial. I'm A.T. Wardall, and this is Big Fish Small Pot, the show here on the Fish Stripes Podcast Network, where I and D. Roddy take some time out of our midweek to catch you up on what happened today in Marlins baseball. Yesterday, the Marlins were off. They had a day of recovery, rest, heading back from... San Diego to Miami ahead of a Cubs series. It's hard to articulate why I'm feeling more optimistic about the Marlins over the last day than I did before because it's totally irrational. They didn't play. So ultimately, I chalk up the reason to Lewis Brinson. Um, looked a little bit more into that, obviously, read Eli's write up. And what stands out to me still is that Lewis is a player that's basically gone on record as saying that he well, like, wasn't focused. He wasn't putting in as much effort as he could to improve in baseball. Maybe he didn't see where he needed to, but he had like a reckoning, obviously. He took accountability for his actions. He understood where he was at. And to my eye, he's legitimately improved his game in a way that could be sustainable going forward. On a day where Major League Baseball is dreaming, for me, I'm thinking of Lewis. I'm thinking that maybe his improvement is sustainable into the future. Maybe we're looking at an opening day left fielder. I think and pretty much want to hold the Marlins to the fact that they have said that they need to improve center field that'll happen in the off season. Perhaps they'll have a new number one outfielder come November, December, something like that. For me, a lot of the drama in baseball is not around who wins and who loses. It's about the people in it and just who gives you reasons to root for them and Brinson absolutely does that. Going on to the minors. Just checking in on a full slate of games for the Marlins farm system. Um, and another, you know, like, A-list future outfielder, J.J. Bladay. Um He was on base five times on Tuesday. He homered on Wednesday. And last night, in his first at-bat, he hit a double to lead off the game then he walked in the second, watched six pitches on that, and then with the next pitch in the zone, he hit a a home run. Just, Bladé has kind of gotten back on track this week. That's a lot to say, but uh, if you really break down what was going on with him, it makes sense. So, going into 2021, during the pandemic time, MLB Pipeline reports that he spent time working on his conditioning. Just making that adjustment, probably running a lot, kind of letting your body reconfigure itself to probably just provide a sustained effort across a full professional season. That's a big adjustment from college to pro. And to actually stick that landing and have a long, successful career, a lot of players do need to take a step back, focus on their body, and just, like, optimize it in a human sense. Um, Not quite a baseball sense yet, but obviously that's the goal. He's, you know, as an amateur, he was noted as having an amazing approach at the plate, good with the bat, he's of getting back on track with that. I, I have to imagine that like nowadays he probably knew where he was, he's seen his like bat speed in the cages, he knows what he can do. He probably saw it go down from some point in the past and very recently in Double A. and it's probably a matter of sharpening that up to get him going. It's hard to say exactly with the, like, elaborate developmental programs going on in baseball nowadays, but players can do really focused work to improve and stand out amongst their peers. And as such, J.J. Bleday is kind of trying to make that turn. He now knows. I mean, we all knew That pitchers are coming for you. They want to put you away. And with reps and adjustments, he might now have a better floor, foundation of conditioning and physicality to work with as he goes forward. And looks to make himself the future in Miami. Zach McCambly also had a really interesting game. He held the Biscuits hit list for five innings. Two walks, eight strikeouts, he avoided the home run ball, which is really important. After the last three starts, allowing seven home runs total to put up zeros, exactly what you want for the minor leaguer, bouncing back from perhaps letting a couple of pitches get too much the play. The bullpen was able to hold it for a 5-2 win for Pensacola. Brian Hoying. In high A, seven innings, three hits, no earned runs, three strikeouts, three walks on 102 pitches. Wasn't dominant, but kept the opposing team off the board. And his defense did allow one unearned run. Anthony Maldonado came on in relief, allowed two. As the Quad City River Bandits downed the Beloit Snappers, 3-1. Cameron Meisner had a three-hit night the team, however, had a collective six hits. Moving on, Jesus Sanchez, who returned on August 11th, you know, his bout with COVID. He started the game last night, lined out, walked, and then popped out before facing a defensive substitution as Zach Zerner came in at the top of the inning. Sounds like a totally regular, normal rehab assignment returning from It'll be good to see him back in Miami, where the outfield seems kind of maybe crowded again with players you want to see play with Jesus Sanchez, Brian Starling, De La Cruz, Lewis Brinson. Two weeks since selling, not bad, Kim Ang. The Jumbo Shrimp, however, collectively fell 8-4. Jordan Holloway started strong. He pitched two shutdown innings with a strikeout in each, then faded fast in the third, collecting outs, but a walk, a home run, and a double as well. A four-thinning double play erased a leadoff single, but the fifth started with two walks, then a Blake Rutherford double plated them, and a single made it five earned runs before he completed five innings pitched. Eight to four in Charlotte. Jupiter. Victor Mesa got his 51st RBI. Tanner Allen, Marcus Chu had five RBIs collectively, seven runs in total for Jupiter. But Luis Palacios, who had four strikeouts before allowing his extra base hit, broke his shutout in the third. The Tortugas were absolutely relentless, tagging him for six earned runs despite five strikeouts. With the game still a possible win, Tony Cruz allowed four runs, 10 to seven the final, in Daytona. Tonight, the Marlins will face the Cubs at home for the weekend. Jesus Luzardo will face Adbert Auzole, with Jesus Luzardo and Robinson Chorinos the only hitter-pitcher matchup with any precedent in this game. The Cubs haven't been to the depot since 2019, with a wild card knockout, new Darvish trade, and a Ricketts Field trade deadline sale being the major events that have charted the path for the Cubs to tonight. Saturday's starter for the Marlins is unannounced. Sunday should be Zach Thompson, but the Marlins would look for a series win. For the podcast, that is all. And Fish Stripes Live will be coming to you an hour before the 7-10 first pitch. Be on the lookout for any news, including that Saturday starting pitcher.